You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the most interesting thing in tech from Nick Thompson, editor in chief of Wired Magazine. Hello, it's Wednesday, and as I hope you can see from the background, I'm in Washington, D.C. The most interesting thing in tech is the continued drama around Huawei and the moves by the man who works and lives in that building right over there to cripple. Huawei, the major Chinese technology company. As we know, last week, the United States Commerce Department put Huawei on what's called the entity list. American technology companies can now no longer do business with Huawei. Google pulled the plug earlier this week. And today, a really important other domino fell, which is that ARM said it can no longer work with Huawei. What the heck is ARM? So ARM is a company that designs the architecture for many of the processors inside of phones, Internet of Things devices, data center. It's a really important company for designing processors, for setting chip instructions, not for actually building the chips themselves, but it sells the designs to companies like Qualcomm and others. In fact, it comes out of an old partnership with Apple 25 years ago. So what's interesting about this is, for one, Arm is not a U.S. company like Google. Arm is owned by SoftBank and it's headquartered in London but it does have significant operations in the United States and a long-standing partnership with the University of Michigan. So the fact that it feels compelled not to do business with Huawei is a big deal. Another thing that makes it a big deal is that Huawei can kind of work around the Google problem. It's a serious thing. They won't have access to the Google Play Store, but the core, Android, is an open source system. Maybe, perhaps, Huawei could figure out workarounds. Certainly, Huawei could still sell their phones inside of China, but ARM is a different story. The whole architecture of the chips used comes from ARM. And there isn't really an alternative. The only alternative is x86, which comes from Intel, which is another American company. So if Huawei can't use chips that are designed by ARM, and can't use the competitors, it's going to have to come up with its own designs for chips, its own designs for chip processing. That's a really big problem. So to a lot of smart people who cover this space, the news today is bigger than the news earlier this week about Google. So that leads us to what happens next, and that is the big question of foreign policy. Will China retaliate? Will China acquiesce? How will the Trump administration respond? We are in a very sticky situation, which again, could lead to a very positive outcome, ultimately leading to cooperation and a trade agreement between the United States and China, 
or it could lead to the nightmare scenario, which is the world evolving into two different tech spheres, much like the Cold War, one built entirely on Chinese technology, one built entirely on US technology. And the decisions made over there will have a big effect on how this turns out. All right, see you tomorrow. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.